Hello, welcome back. Thanks for listening. Let's uh, start a little bit about talking about Emma's parents and how Emma came to be. Emma's parents, her biological mother's name was Christine. And Christine was 15 years old when she met Carl. Carl was a member of the French army who was on a short deployment in the Bavarian region of Germany. Christine lived about five hours from Austria and a seven hour or so trip to Prague. And Christine really liked Carl, uh, but he was 22 and older than what she should be dating. Uh, again, she was only 15. Uh, when they met, they had a brief romance that only lasted a few weeks. As Carl found out her real age, he ended the relationship. Um, then from that point forward, Carl returned to Luxembourg, where he was from, a few weeks later. He did not remain in contact with Christine. And it must have been a couple of months or so later that Christine realized that she was pregnant. She told everyone in her family, including her mother, Tilly. But no one seemed to believe her. Um, they all thought she was just gaining weight and, you know, wasn't pregnant at all. They did not believe that she had slept with anybody at the age of 15. But early one September morning and late September, um, at 4.01 a.m., Emma decided to make her appearance in the world. And she dropped from her mother Christine's womb onto the bathroom floor. And it probably was a huge shock to Tilly, Emma's, or Christine's mother, um, that um, there was a new baby. So a little bit about Christine's mother, Tilly. She, um, it is believed through family history that she was raped by a member of the SS Army. And that is Christine's father. Nobody knows any information about him or what his name may have been. Um, but Christine's mother or biological dad was a member of the SS Army. So Tilly had raised Christine by herself with really no help from the family. Um, and there was a strong detachment between Christine and Tilly. Um, it would later be brought to light that Christine spent the better part of her early childhood in isolation. Um, she was not allowed to be around other children and she did not have a bond with her mother, Tilly. Um, in fact, uh, many of her 
early formative years were spent in an attic alone and isolated. And, you know, when you think about it, we can only begin to even understand what kind of mental health issues could be created from that isolation. When Christine finally told her mother about the brief romance with Carl, Tilly began a search for him to let him know he was the father to little Emma. And it took her quite a while to find him, but she was able to and let Carl know that he was the father to Emma. But at that point in time, Carl had moved on and he was engaged to be married to somebody else. Um, but he agreed to financially support little Emma. And about a year after Emma was born and Christine was about 17, she met an American military man stationed in the army by the name of Andrew. Andrew married Christine when she turned 18. And soon after they had a son named Matthew. When Emma was a little over three years old, she and her stepfather, Andrew, her mom, Christine, her baby brother, Matthew, moved to the United States. Their port of entry was Fort Moore, formerly known as Fort Benning, then on to Fort Huaca in Arizona. It was there that they lived in military housing. And Emma's stepfather was giving deployment, was going to give, being deployed to Korea. Um, leaving behind Christine to care for Matthew and Emma alone. Something that Christine was really not able to do because she was still trying to get adjusted to American customs and lifestyle and being a young mother of two at 20 to 21 years old, um, it was very difficult for her. And it was a short time later that Andrew realized that Christine was suffering from some mental health issues. Um, he did what he could for her being a world away in Korea, but she would take her medication for a while and start feeling better, then stop because she felt okay. And it was when she took her medication, she'd really be in touch with reality. And when she didn't take her medication, she'd lose touch with reality. So Christine was eventually diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia during the time when Andrew was stationed overseas. And there was some concern that Emma and her brother were being abused, as at some point Christine, Matthew, and Emma went to go stay with Andrew's parents in Utah. Andrew's mother, Olivia, was a retired social worker that had worked for Child Protective Services. One day, when they were at the grandparents' home, Christine had decided to tell Emma that she was going to learn how to wash dishes. She was five at the time. And Christine put a chair in front of the kitchen sink. And little Emma crawled up on the chair and began to do her best at washing dishes. But Emma accidentally dropped a plate and it shattered all over the kitchen floor. Christine beat Emma so bad that Grandma Olivia had to step in and stop her. It was then told to Andrew that something needed to be done for fear of Emma truly being harmed by her own mother. Andrew knew of a military family that was hoping to adopt a little girl, 
And so with the help of his mother, Olivia, the process started to privately arrange an adoption for little Emma. But to protect Emma, this private arranged adoption had to look like it was done legitimately through the court system. And it took some time for this process to take place. Christine, Emma, and Matthew returned to Arizona from Utah a short time later. Christine was not aware of what was getting ready to happen. And upon returning to Arizona, Christine decided to disappear, leaving little Emma and Matthew to fend for themselves. Some neighbors uh, began to get suspicious when they didn't see Emma playing in the front yard with her dolls like she commonly did. In fact, they hadn't seen any activity for at least three days around the home. And a couple of curious neighbors decided to go knock on the door to see if anybody was around. When out the door, they could hear crying coming from inside, but no adult was around. They tried the front door handle and it was unlocked. As they entered, they could hear little Emma trying to comfort her crying brother from an, a closet. They were locked inside, and when the neighbors opened the door by breaking the knob, the closet smelled horrible, and they saw little Andrew crying in a filthy, dirty diaper, hungry, and he only had a curdled bottle. Little Emma was hungry and dirty as well. When police and CPS were called and they arrived, they estimated that little Matthew, who was about two and a half, and Emma, who was about five and a half at the time, had been locked in the closet for about three days. It was then that Andrew came back from Korea to handle everything and try to rectify the, the situation. In this event in Emma's life, she did what she could. She did the best that she could to try to take care of her baby brother. At being under six years old and trying to take care of a child that's under three, um, all she wanted to do was protect her brother. She wanted him to feel comfortable. She wanted him to not be afraid to be in that closet in the dark. She wanted him to not be scared. She did everything that she could to make sure that he was okay. Little Emma took on the challenge of becoming an adult way before her time. Um, or even a responsible child way before her time. And it traumatized her. It was a lot for her to handle. Um, eventually, Andrew got back from Korea and the adoption was arranged for Emma to be adopted by this military family that Andrew knew of that desperately wanted to adopt a little girl. And it took some time. Emma was in, oh, about four different foster homes in about eight months time before she was actually adopted. And in those foster homes, they weren't the best places. Um, little Emma remembers being 
slapped across the face at one of the foster homes um, because she was a little girl. She was outside in the swimming pool playing in the backyard. It was hot. It was in Arizona. And um, she didn't have a top on. And the foster mom got really upset at her because unsuspecting, you know, company stopped by that nobody knew that they were going to be coming. And so little Emma ended up being slapped across the face so hard it made her nose bleed. The foster homes, again, were not the best thing for Emma. And she could only hope that a better life was waiting for her when her adopted family decided to adopt her. I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, Emma being adopted um, in the next episode. And we're going to delve into her adoptive parents. Um, And further, I mean, more things will come to light as I continue to talk about these events that transpired in Emma's life. There'll be more things that you will learn about her biological mom, about her biological father and her adoptive parents. Um, But Emma did end up being adopted by a man and woman who had three grown sons. The last one was still living at home and getting ready to go in the military when Emma was adopted. And I can talk to you more about that in the next episode. I wanted to, um, just give you a brief description of how little Emma came to be and a little bit about her biological parents. Um, Her biological dad did not get a chance to see Emma when she was a child before she left to the States. In fact, he came looking for her when she was probably about four years old, but she had left for the States when she was a little over three. So, Needless to say, he was financially supporting her, but was not able to see her um, and never did see her for several, several years. That's a future episode. I, at this point, would like to um, thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for tuning in again. And remember, uh, be kind to yourself and give yourself some grace. Know that... um, Life is not easy for a lot of us, but we can persevere, we can overcome, and again, you are worthy, and you are strong, and you matter, and you are enough. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you again for listening. Again, the next episode will be a little bit talking about Emma's adoptive parents, so looking forward to recording more and um, I hope you'll listen in. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.